welcome. You're tuned in to the We Are All Artists podcast, a space where we talk about living life as a conscious creative. I'm your host, Adriana Douglas. Our intention is to support you throughout the process of discovering your inner artist and transforming from the inside out. Here in this space, we believe that the way out is through. On the other side is a world with more art, more beauty, and access to more of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me today. And now let's begin. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first solo episode of the We Are All Artists podcast. This has been a project that's been on my mind for quite some time, and I'm so excited to finally bring it to life and be able to share with you everything that I've learned along the way. So the way I want to start out every solo record is with a cute little question. What are you drinking today? I love morning beverages more than anything and actually really just many beverages, um, mostly and mainly non-alcoholic. And so every podcast, that's what I want to start with. So today's drink of the day for me and I'm recording this uh, a little after lunchtime, but my mornings um, tend to be super long. Um, so the drink that I'm having today is organic, awesome breakfast, back in the body tea from the Republic of Tea. So I love this. It's a black tea and I've added a little bit of half and half and a little bit of sugar and it is so tasty and hit me just right to be super inspired to record this episode. So anytime you all want to share with me what you're drinking, please DM me. Please send me an email. I'm always looking for inspiration. I always want to try the next fun tea or kombucha or matcha or anything um, from the grocery store. You'll always see me carrying like a pile of drinks home. So now that you know where all of my budget goes, let's get into the episode. So today's episode is all about focus and attention. And this is something that, especially during the pandemic, I realized was a really big problem for me. Um, I had always had so many things to do and was always like hyper productive that when I was forced to slow down, I didn't really know how to channel my energy um, in a healthy and productive way, whether it was for work or in my time off. And it was something that was really challenging me and to this day challenges me, st- challenges me still. And so I want to share some of the learnings that I've come across and just tips that have supported me as I have had to either deliver on a work project or have been going into my creative endeavors and what has been supportive. So the three things that 
we're going to talk about today are in your environment, what you're putting your attention on and consuming, and then just your overall energy levels and the rhythm of your body. So I'll start with environment. And you know, some of these things may be new for you. Some of these things may be reminders for those of you that already know and are already on your focus journey. So just stick with me and I hope you can benefit. So number one, environment. So with environment, for me, it's really been all about what sort of vibe are you creating? Now, I know that may sound silly, but for me, vibe is everything. So this comes down to how you're setting up your space and really the associations that you make with those spaces. So what I mean by that. So a few things with setting up your space. Things to consider for me have been really, I would say, cleanliness and clutter. So if you are in an environment that's super messy, can you get your work done? If you're in an environment that's super clean, can you get your work done? Can you focus better when you have that white noise of a coffee shop? Or for me, something that's super helpful if I want to get into a creative you know, space is just going on YouTube and pulling up lo-fi beats and having those on while I'm, while I'm doing my work. So all of those things start to create the vibe of your space. So whether it's, we can break it down even further. So let's just start with the vibe of the room you're in. So all of this is really going to go down to obviously personal preference and knowing what you need. And so that becomes the challenge is knowing what you need. Cause you might be like, oh my gosh, my space is so clean. Why can I not do my work? Or like, it's so messy and I was so productive. Like these things that might be counterintuitive. So it's all about knowing what you need, right? So there'll be some times where I'll go to a coffee shop because I know that I'll get some work done. And then all of a sudden they're playing like heavy metal music and I'm like, I've got to go. Like, this is not going to work for me. Whereas if they were just like playing some ambient house music, I'd be like, oh, perfect. I can focus. So I'm sure a bunch of you can resonate with that, right? When you walk into a space and you're like, oh, I've got to go. Or like, this isn't for me. Like whether it's a coffee shop and whether you have to work or not, but just in general where you like walk into a space and you're like, oh, I can feel that this is a place that I like or ooh this place like something's off for me so you really as part of the environment you're really tuning into how your body is responding to that environment so what you can do on an individual level right because you can't control necessarily some of the places that you um go out into the world, right? You can only control your reactions um, to the things that are around you. So when you're setting up your space on an individual level, things to consider is what what intention do you want to set for that space? And can you create associations 
with those intentions. So for example, I know that if I have a really big work day, there are times that I'm like, I know a Starbucks um, cold brew is going to get me into that headspace. Like there's something about driving to the Starbucks, waiting in the drive-thru, getting the order, taking the first sip and being like, oh yeah, 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 I know what I have to do today. Like that to-do list, like it's getting done. Or setting the space, I have a meditation cushion that I sit on most mornings. So like I know whenever I go to that cushion that it's a time to slow down. So it's important to set the tone for what you want the space to do for you. Like make the space work for you so that you can get your shit done. So, you know, maybe another association for you is like, oh, when I get ready for the day or when I put on makeup or when I've watered the garden, like just pick something that might help you get into the space where you're like, now I've focused. So sometimes that might be like cleaning up the house for 10 minutes. That might be asking the folks around you, hey, like, you know, over the next two hours, I'm going to be in focus time. So I will not be available to chat. Um, It could even be getting into the second point, which is attention and consumption. It could even be setting the boundaries of what you're tuning into that day. So I'm sure you've heard a lot about people talking Uh, people, the internet, (laughs) researchers, how you start your day is really important. And I do agree with that statement. I do agree that if you start your day super rushed and flustered, like you may have that feeling carry, carry with you throughout the day. However, if you can start at a slower pace, that you may have a slower pace or really the intention that you want to set. Do you want to be productive? Do you want to be relaxed? Do you want to be excited? Like, how do you want to feel? And set that intention. But I've found that no matter how perfect we can be at setting our intentions and our morning routines, um, shit happens, life happens. And sometimes, even though you set the intention to be super organized or to be super focused, just doesn't, just isn't working. And when that type of situation arises, that's why the next point is so important, right? About the intention, the attention and consumption. So first we went to the environment, right? How are you setting up your environment for success? Because if you can at least set the environment in a way that is going to support you and focusing for the day, you know, you've kind of like eliminated a few decisions that might need to be made because the last thing you want is decision fatigue about about when you're trying to accomplish something. So the first thing is like, how can you get your environment in the right place so that you're set up for success? And I'm sure I could record a lot more about environment in terms of, you know, and what I'd like to do is chat more with you all over time about when you're at home versus when you're traveling and how that changes things, right? Because like when you're at home, you you can set your space, but all of a sudden when you move to a new environment, when you're in an Airbnb, when you're in a new city, when you go to a new country, 
all of a sudden your ability to focus and have all your things with you that you normally have to set yourself up for success, some of them might not be able to come with you on this on this journey. So stay tuned for more with that topic. So getting back to attention and consumption. So what boundaries can you set to get shit done? Is that just checking your email in the morning? Is it in the evening? Like, again, all this comes down to is knowing yourself. And I'm going to keep going back to that day in and day out on many episodes is getting to know yourself is the most important part of this. Because at the end of the day, what works for me might not work for you. So I'm never going to be like, this is the thing. Like, these are just helpful things to contemplate to get you to where you want to go. So with consumption, for me, one of the things that's been helpful, and this is consumption in all ways. So how do you consume media, right? Like how much do you watch TV? How much do you scroll? How much videos, how many YouTube videos do you watch a day? And at what point do you allow yourself to just be with your own thoughts? I personally found myself as I was doing work and like going for a walk or doing daily activities, I was always listening to something, always a podcast, always a program, always a course, always a meditation. And like, I never was able to hear myself. And like, that's something that it's like, how can you hear your intuition? How can you hear what's best for you if you're constantly having somebody else's voice in your headphones? So that's been a huge thing for me with consumption is like, I got, for example, I got this app called the Freedom app. And there's a bunch of other ones like that. Um, but what it does is it allows me to set social media boundaries. So basically I've had to like train myself, right? I've had to train myself to be like, okay, from this hour to this hour, like I'm not on Instagram. Okay. At this hour of the night, like think for me, it's 10 o'clock, like email shuts off and creating those constraints and those parameters has also supported me in knowing like, when is it time to be creative and when's the time to rest? Because I used to get to the point where I'd be like, oh my gosh, but I'm inspired right now. So like, even though it's 11 PM, like I'm rolling with it. And you know what? Like every now and again, that's great. And that's amazing. And sometimes like when you've got creative inspiration and you're on a roll, you've got to keep going. Right. Um, but in general, like a rule of thumb for me now has been, that shouldn't be the norm. Like Creating constraints also can help support your creativity because you're like having to work within timeframes and within boundaries that you set. So the other thing with this, how do you empty out? How do you set boundaries is like, are you unsubscribing to stuff? Are you cleaning out your house? Are you emptying out your thoughts in a journal? Are you using your body and exercising. For me, I love shaking meditations. So I know that a shaking meditation is going to help me to get like jitters out, to get like just like extra energy out and to help move things in my body in the way that they need to move. 
And the last part about consumption that for me is more practical is personally, um, from a health and wellness perspective, I'm always looking into what supplements will help me focus. And so there's a few that I love and I may mention them here. Um, but apart from that, it's like, what food are you consuming? And are you taking inventory of how it's making you feel? So does meat make you feel more grounded? Does eating lighter give you clarity? You know, like are healthy fats something that are supporting your brain? Like, and this is something that I personally have worked with a, you know, holistic um, holistic practitioner for quite some time. So I would highly recommend anybody that's looking for support with, with supplements and how to eat to go, to go check it out and and be open to a holistic route where you may be able to get some support, um, to help your body function in, in the most optimal way. You know, at the end of the day, that's the goal is how can you set up your mind body for success in all ways? Um, and give yourself the opportunity to to succeed. And so with the supplements, for me, this will be a segue into the third the third point that I wanted to touch on, which was your energy. So energy is something that has been so important to me to learn about. And what I mean by that is just like your overall energy levels and and overall like what things feel from an energetic standpoint for you. So one thing that I did was try out life without caffeine, which can be kind of uh, difficult sometimes. Um, But I tried it out for a little bit so I could see what actually gave me natural energy. Because I found that like when you just like wake up, they're like, I'm going to throw throw back my my coffee or my tea or whatever caffeinated drink you have um before doing anything I found that I really wanted to know like what naturally gave me that spark and you know I would challenge you to try that out see like if you do go without caffeine for a period of time what energizes you like what gets you excited where you're like oh my gosh my body just told me that like I'm I'm amped about this and and leverage that information because like for me it was like the last thing i wanted to do was be having caffeine or be having any supplements to like hack my energy levels and hack my productivity and get me to focus more but like not on the things that i wanted to or the things that didn't fulfill me so which is something to think about and as a as a female I would also speak to your 28-day cycle. So for me, it's been really empowering to learn about the 28-day cycle that we run on and the rhythms that go with that. So I know that in certain phases, I'm going to be more focused than others. And in certain phases, I'll be more productive. And in certain phases, I need to rest. And even at the beginning of this year, I'll tell you, like, I really didn't like resting. I thought that it was boring and I thought that it was not productive and 
that it like wasn't allowed. It was like, what do you mean you can rest? Like you constantly have to be producing. Um, and so starting to work with the cycle has brought me a greater level of trust that my body knows what it's doing and that my body is able to tell me, hey, we're going to rest for a few days. But then it's like, oh, but I know a week later, oh my gosh, I rested and now I'm like up and running. So that's something that has really supported me, you know, and all these things build off of each other and they all complement one another. So it's not like just your environment or just what you're consuming or just your energy is like the thing. They all work together. And the idea is that you get all of these elements to work in harmony with each other so that you can move forward in the best way possible. So another thing that I want to touch on here with, with energy, and this is more from a metaphysical perspective is what's going on in the cosmos. So, you know, some of you listening may or may not be into astrology. Something that I've found really helpful is just tuning into uh, what what the the planets are doing every day. It it allows you to have a bigger perspective of the collective world at large versus like just your own shit. Like if you're constantly just focused on you and like, why can't I focus? Why can't I focus? Or like, why is this thing easier? Why is this thing hard? Like in, in some arenas and in some ways, like it's helpful to know how you are part of a collective, how you are part of something bigger, how, and this also goes to be, to be like who you surround yourself with. Right. So like, Sometimes it's not you and sometimes it is you in terms of like making change or um, focusing or like the environment. Like, and this is why, again, knowing you and knowing what what is for you and what is not for you and what's helpful and what's not is just the half of this. And so there's a level of discernment required. And discernment has been something that oh my gosh, I feel like I had none. And now learning it and learning, oh my gosh, I have a choice. I get to choose. I get to refine things in my life. I get to say no. I get to say yes. When you have discernment, you can also start to call yourself out on your own BS. Because with focus, there'd be some times that I could see myself making the excuse that like I couldn't focus because I didn't have the perfect conditions. So like, it'd be like, oh no, like I didn't get that Starbucks today. Like, how am I going to do my work? Or, oh no, like I didn't have time to clean the house. Like I can't focus. I can't do my work because like this and that and this and that. And so you have to see like these little, and these are just like micro examples, but these little micro examples that actually keep you from moving forward. And so for me, like just this whole episode, like focus has been a big one for me where it's like, oh, like I can't focus. So like that project's never going to get done. Like I'm never going to release a podcast because I can't focus on an episode. Like you see how like these little things of like, oh, I didn't get my Starbucks, so I'm not going to be able to finish my emails turns into like the bigger things of like, oh, I, I, I don't have the perfect microphone set up, so I can never release a podcast in my life. Like we tell ourselves very interesting things sometimes. And 
I just want the takeaway for you to be setting the intention of focus is and how you want to focus is so important. And also knowing what works best for you and what isn't going to work for you and actually being honest with yourself about that is necessary. So sometimes it's just setting the attention and making the choice that it's going to happen and really working with the rhythm cycles, you know, seasons of life to know when more focus is going to be available to you. So like sometimes you have the leisure of creating all of these conditions. You have no leisure at all. You have a packed schedule, it's crammed, and you have very specific things that you need to do and very specific things that you need to deliver on before a certain time period is up. So those are just some of my ideas and experiences and an introduction to focus. And I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for part two, which will be more about respecting your process, how much pressure you're putting on yourself to get things done, the to-do list, what actually inspires you, and how present are you for all of this. Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll see you soon. Oh, and one more thing before you go. I wanted to let you in on something that I'm offering soon. The Artist's Way is the book that really kicked off this journey for me, and I'd like to pay it forward by facilitating a creative cluster once per year. This is a 12-week process that is intended to teach people to process and transform life through acts of creativity. I wish I would have had a group to go on this journey with when I did the book, and I would love for you to join me. Winter is the perfect time to go inward and reflect. There will be maximum four spots in order to keep it intimate. We start January 15th. For more information and application, please DM me on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you learned something new and embrace being the student of your own life until the time we meet again. If you'd like a way to support the show and to hear more of this content, it means so much to me for you to take a few minutes out of your day to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love to stay connected with you on Instagram or TikTok at Adriana Goes Creative. You can find me and hit follow while you're feeling inspired right after listening to the show. I can't wait to get a DM from you hearing what you loved about it and what you desire to hear more of. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast is for entertainment and general informational purposes only. I am not a licensed healthcare professional, and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician or other qualified professional.